Yes, we are back. Jim, how are you? I'm good. You got the song in the background this time? Yeah, I, got, I didn't come out hot. We, we learn as we grow. We live, we learn. Like an Alanis song. Is that an Alanis song? You live, you learn? I'm not sure. That's too much Alanis on these All episodes. Back to back Alanis not doing it for you? Good to be back in person, though. Two weeks in a row. I'm excited. Got you here in the basement. It's a mess. Dad's man cave. Surrounded by CDs. Got a lot of stuff. You got Shock Jams <laughs> Volume 2 sitting in front of me. I found my disc man. Oh, really? Yeah. And did you have like a case with all of these discs with it? Yeah, I didn't have a great CD collection. You don't have a great CD system either if these were with your disc man. No, they... Um I moved to the book at some point, but sure. I still have a lot of these cases. Is this that. on repeat, or is this the long song is every week? <laughs> the song is that long. I love it. It's a fantastic tune. It yeah, just felt not, longer um, this time. Yeah, the disc man. Remember people trying to run with that? Oh, my God. <laughs> skip <laughs> on you? You're holding, like, a briefcase. Always <laughs> would skip. They say you had to, like, lock it. Mm-hmm. That oh, never yeah, worked. I forgot about the lock. It didn't do nothing. No. It didn't do nothing. It didn't do nothing. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. Eventually, like that, they got the anti skip ones, skit though. About the black Ghostbuster. He didn't do nothing. <laughs> didn't do nothing. All right. Eventually, they went anti-skip with the disc man. Did that help? I wasn't a runner, so I don't really know. I don't know. They had the uh, athletic Walkman. Remember, they just had the regular Walkman, but then they had the sporty one. <laughs> the Walkman it was all Sport, yeah. Yellow and chunkier. Yeah. Like this is for you when you're outside. When you're athletically walking. <laughs> We've come a long way with that stuff. What do you think power we walkers? We to lug a lot. We did. We really did. Just today, you were uh, you were simulating a 1980s boombox with a uh, six-pack of, of what at the store today? Oh, paper towel. Yeah, we, oh, Jim, right. Jim and I were shopping together today. That was a weird... Uh, and we went to CVS, which I don't love. I li- no. I, I'm a Walgreens guy. Me too. CVS... Why is it carpeted? Bugs, <laughs> it's, it's so disgusting. Never thought about that, but that is. I don't know true. why it's carpeted, and they have the same amount of square footage as a Walgreens. Walgreens has like twelve aisles. Uh-huh. CVS has seventy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Eighty. They have so many aisles, and they're very. Oh, I just can't. Yeah. I'm not a CVS guy. It's a it's a poorly constructed city versus like a grid. Right. Like Chicago. You know what I mean? Do you prefer one or the other? I prefer Walgreens. It's a, Although there are certain things that are easier to find at a CVS, I feel like. Um, really? There are CVS people. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing they're not. I mean, Walgreens is Chicago. Where do you think CVS is from? I don't know. It makes sense, though. That's a, Walgreens is set up as a grid. You've got, you've got a north, south, and east, and west, right? Every, yeah. C, every Walgreens. CVS is like, well, you got to go. It's a maze. It's a corn maze. CVS is probably from Iowa. That would be my <laughs> guess. Big corn maze people. Carpeted very strangely. I do want to That's go what CVS stands for. <laughs> How long have you not been listening to me to come up with that gem? Because that was good. I was listening the whole time. That going is in there is a, it's a nightmare. But going in there today with you, I felt like we were on the road again. Yeah, right. And we would like forgot our shaving cream or <laughs> dude, I didn't pack a toothbrush. <laughs> this is not the first time I've dragged you to a store to buy a memory card that I forgot. Yeah, no no doubt. First time we went shopping in masks, though. Yeah, we had to get the paper towel. I'm sorry that I say it that way. I need to talk about this. You didn't get a single paper towel. As a matter of fact, you got a multitude of rolls of paper towel, which to me is like a double plural. Is that what's happening? Do you go <laughs> double plural back to singular? No, I just have in, I've just always said paper towel. Is there ever a time you say paper towels? Nah, I mean, yeah, I guess. If but I you, usually say paper towel, like grab the paper towel. Drives Sarah crazy. It, it drives me crazy. If if you needed three strips of a paper towel, what would you ask me for? Just grab some paper I would towel? Say, yeah, will you hand me some paper? Yeah, no, I would probably say, will you hand me some paper towels? Okay, so individually yeah. together, they're plural. But that's it. That's nuts to me. Do other people do this? I'm not doing it purposefully. Mm-hmm. I think I'm repeating something that I heard. I, I, I never really realized it. I'm loving yeah, this. Yeah, I, I know that I'm not saying it right. I'll try and be better. No, 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 no. I'm not. It's, it's not a judgment. It's, uh, it's strictly no, a curiosity. It, it really bugs uh, some people. I can imagine that. Because most, like, is, do you think this is a Southside thing? You think other people around here do this? Maybe. It could be a Southside thing. Because Southside and the Chicago accent in general is known for, like, adding an S to things. But then the thing that needs an S more than anything, you're like, no, that's singular. It evens out. 
All right. I guess it's so. the universe That's balancing true. itself. Exactly. I've never thrown the S on a lot of. I don't do that that much. No, but some people do. The jewels. Like, would you say? Are you? Would you ask someone if they're a Cub fan or a Cubs fan? I say Cubs. You like say some Cubs? people say Cub. They do. They take it off of that. Yeah. Like he's a Cub fan. Yes. He he's not a. You don't. You don't say he's a Cubs fan. Right. With White Sox, it's always plural because it's an X. It's not like you can remove an S. Right. But I would like. No, I'm a he's White, White Sox fan. You a Cub fan? <laughs> no, I'm a White Sox guy. <laughs> So can we do that? I'm a white sock guy. <laughs> Man, baseball's been fun to watch. I watched a game last night. The uh, Bears started today. Football started yeah, today. So we are coming to you on the uh, – this will drop on a Tuesday, obviously, but we're coming to you on NFL starts Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, we're recording two days before this airs, so we should probably cover – Preparation. <laughs> vaccine's going to come out tomorrow. <laughs> Everyone's going to be <laughs> – I'd be so pissed. Like, like right when all the work is done. Should we post that episode? <laughs> It's like that uh, when uh, Gerald Ford, Gerald Ford died. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that that whole bit. So good. Did you watch the uh, Too Funny to Fail documentary on that crew? Yes, I did. So great. The staff was unbelievable. Everything about it was great. And then you see how easily everything went wrong. And they had, so Dana Carvey show, mm-hmm. he gets his own show and they build this like dream team of, um, I mean, who was on the staff? Colbert. Colbert. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Um, Robert Smigel, who did all of the, uh, and, and like all of the TV fun house for Saturday Night Live and too. Yeah. The ambiguously gay duo. Oh man. That is such a funny sketch. And they had, um, who else was on there? Was Louie as a writer? I believe he was. Louie was a writer. No, I can't. It's been a little while since I've seen this. Well, I remember watching that and, uh, yeah, it was so funny. So good. I mean, the documentary is just so good. It's just that the, the episodes, how many did, how many, uh, eight, was it really? And one never even aired. And uh, there was there was a point in the documentary where they kind of show how much ABC buried the show without even meaning to. And where they showed like this commercial for like a very special full house. And it was a very sad full house. And I don't know if someone was pregnant or got into a car accident or something. You know what I mean? But oh, like, really? It was like a, a very special full house. Would they still be able to call it full house if a couple of them died? <laughs> they would. <laughs> and a very special... Three quarters full house. <laughs> we find out what happened in a very special. We got a room open. Full house just picked up some vacancy. <laughs> this next season. But then immediately after, like this tear jerking commercial, just on the screen under it, it says sponsored or uh, followed by an all new mug root beer presents the Dana Carvey show. Oh yeah. And they showed it to like Steve Carell, and he just lost his mind because it's like, how do you? I mean, they're not even plugging it. You know, they there were terrible. There was a story with the, spo- with the sponsors, right? Yeah. Oh god, that, yeah, that was really well done. It was just terrible timing, mm-hmm. everything that was going on. Um, but the one sketch that did make it to Saturday Night Live, Gerald Ford, was the Gerald Ford incredible. died today, and then they had <laughs> to do all the uh, in case the different things happened, right? So that's a. Uh, Anyway, that's something for people to check out. Do yourselves a favor and watch it. Are you uh, are you excited for the NFL season? Yeah, I mean, anything that, you know, I watched that game the other night, just seeing people in the stands was encouraging. Like yeah. 11, or they said maybe 15,000, 16,000 people there. That's incredible. I didn't yeah. realize it was that many. I mean, it's got to be a gamble. I don't know how they're doing it, um, but I, I like to see it, this, and I want to see more of it. This keep uh, trying, right? This Bears game. We were watching upstairs. They have, like, they superimposed fans into it. Yeah. Do you like that move? No, it looks ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather just see the empty seats. I'm okay with the empty seats. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'll right. tell you where I did see the future today, actually. Uh, kind of tying two things together. I was at the Walgreens on 95th earlier today. <laughs> oh, man. you. Went. I've been I've been checking out your, <laughs> local, your local shops. And have you been to this on 95th and Pulaski in your neighborhood in Southside of Chicago? The coolers, instead of having to open them to see what's inside. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, I've never seen this before. Yeah, they've superimposed like the same type of thing. They have like a computer screen on the on the freezer doors, right? And it shows you what's in there. Yep, isn't that crazy? <laughs> All of the things that happen in this world, that's the one I just stared at. It was like the future's here, man. Yeah, it is amazing. That was there, I think, before COVID. Really, I saw that. I think because I've seen that. Um, in a, a store over here, I was shocked when I saw it. It's really like the potential is unbelievable too. That we're going to be talking to us in that yeah. before long. There's going to be commercials on there. And 
going to be. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you what you need. It's going to read your list for you and tell you where stuff is. But it's not touchscreen. No. You still got it, and then you open the cooler, and then... Someone's just going to break a door just by <laughs> trying to grab into it. You know what you could also do um, is just have a glass, <laughs> and then you could see like, in there. Like it, yeah, but you, you know, always sometimes it fogs up, Pat. Does it fog up much? I mean, not, not enough to need a computer screen on the door of every freezer <laughs> at a Walgreens. Just and you know a, this technology exists. How about and a clean pane of glass? <laughs> It'd be nice. That's a lot more work. You still took me to a CVS, knowing that this technology existed at the Walgreens. <laughs> no, it does fog up in the freezer for sure. It's easier to find the Yoohoo with the video, <laughs> the TV. It's got to be expensive, man. Have you ever had a Yoohoo? Not since I was a kid. I don't think I've had one in my whole life. Really? What is it? Is it it's chocolate? Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk? I don't think it's anything really different. Oh, it's not. Okay. I thought it was different. I thought it was like a specialty. Could be. Maybe not. If so I'm incorrect. I used to get that Nestle Quick chocolate milk. Do you ever get that strawberry? I love strawberry. Oh strawberry my Quick. God. Can't do that anymore. But that was a phase at some point. Why can't you do that anymore? Just for general health reasons? I mean, just for I think all I the just reasons. I grew out of it. Yeah, I don't it makes know. Sense. I wonder what was different about you, who. Find my out. kids don't even know about that stuff yet. There's certain things they don't even know about, right? Do you ever think that? Like when you're just like ignoring <laughs> aisles in the store? Like oh, one yeah. Day, you're going to find out about like, like have you introduced them to that um, ice cream topping that like hardens? Oh, like no. Like the shell stuff. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh, man. That's cool. That's a, that's a fun thing you get to do as a parent one day. Like, babe, <laughs> let's introduce them to the magic stuff. Just like. We never got like Slurpees growing up. No, my kids now. It's like I remember the first time they asked me, "We go get a Slurpee." I'm like, who the fuck told you about Slurpees? <laughs> Where'd you? <laughs> no, I think we we introed them to the Slurpees, but maybe bad example. But that's gonna happen, I mean. right? Like yeah. they learned something at a friend's house, and now you gotta be like, "What the fuck?" Yes, this is you're affecting my life. You taught them about corn dogs. <laughs> they just know you can microwave a corn dog. Can we get this cereal called Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> we had a yes, neighbor. Yes, we can. That is awesome stuff, actually. <laughs> it really is good. Do you guys ever do market day? Um, no, not is, really. Is that a thing still? I don't know that they do it through our school. No. Okay. But I remember market day. I don't know if, uh, if they have it nationwide. That was like, but I think Costco and uh, Sam's Club kind of killed some of that. That's a good point. That was, uh, yeah, market day was, who was running that? Yeah, it's, uh, they're making a lot of money. Would they just have like a freezer truck come to your school? Probably. I don't. I don't really know. Wow. But it would happen. I um. I remember we had a neighbor who would get uh, shrimp from Market Day all of the time, and I was like, "Why don't we get shrimp?" And my mom's like, "We can't. We don't have to buy shrimp whenever we want money." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, because they were like the most expensive thing on Market Day, unless oh, really? there was a really? steak section that we didn't even know about." Holy shit! They lied to me. There was probably a steak section that we didn't even know about. They had um, a lot of apps. Yeah. I remember uh, loving the stuff. We'd go right through it and then be like, when can we, when can we get that again? Got to wait for another, it's like another three months. Next semester. Yeah, I think Costco killed that stuff. They had to. I feel like the whole purpose of Market Day for us was specifically just to get chicken cordon bleus and chicken Kievs. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember those so things? So gross. They're so great. You love those? The, the, I mean, as a kid, the cordon bleus were amazing. I never liked the cordon bleu. Uh, the Kiev bothered me because that was just like spices in butter inside of it. So when you cook this frozen thing, you're just melting spicy butter in a chicken. Why do we gotta? Why do we gotta name this? What Kiev? a trendy dish! Chicken Kiev, chicken a la king, cordon bleu. Like you don't really see the people making that that much anymore big. at home. They had a huge run in the '90s. It's all like baked and breaded, and yeah, that's a good point. Infused with cheese and everything wrong with it. Wrap it in ham. Mm-hmm. And you have to buy it from your school once a semester. <laughs> it's the only time you can have it. Oh, man. I, I do not dig that at all. I remember my mom frying chicken in, like, an electric fryer. <laughs> I used to, That used to piss me off when I'd see that thing out on the counter, like, because I was such a picky eater. Like, oh, God. Tonight's going to be a struggle. <laughs> it's going to be a battle of wills tonight. Man, I was the pickiest. And you'd hear that crisping, uh, the, the stuff frying oh, in yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Throughout the house, it was probably not safe at all. I would doubt it. <laughs> we were not allowed in. The, it was like the kitchen was off roped limits. off. You couldn't run in there. What just are you doing? I'm just washing my hands. Get the hell out of there. 
just like pot shrapnel, <laughs> just, just fireworks going off at flying random. around. It's like lose some uh, arm hair. It's like in My- Mario Brothers when you're like over the fire, and the oh, random yeah. things just shoot different directions at you. Exactly Basically what it is at your own risk. <laughs> That's there awesome. were some dangerous dishes being made. Sure were. Did you guys ever? I mean, would you guys go seafood? Would you ever go lobster? No, we never had lobster at home. Uh, anywhere? Would you go out and get lobster? Nah, not really. Not until much later in life. I remember just like watching someone pick a lobster. We went to like a red lobster. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, I, and I, you know, I just got something normal. But I remember watching someone in the tank picking a lobster. And I was like, is he going to take that one home? <laughs> like, is that his lobster now? Like, it's just oh, like, yeah. like you could buy him at the gift shop on the way out. I thought it was like a seafood cracker barrel. I really did. I thought you just. It is kind of it's so great, isn't it? Yeah. Just pull it out and mm-hmm. um, look your dinner in the eye. You tell a kid that they lose their mind. I know. They let me believe for a very. I, I was thirty-seven before I found out that what they did with that lobster. And they're right in the lobby, right? Right. You walk right in, like here's here's who we're killing tonight. Yeah. Like that tank's not very clean. Like it's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but the lobsters can't stay in there forever. Yeah, the lobsters exactly. look dirty. Yeah. And they're. Uh, Handcuffed. They got the rubber bands on. <laughs> they sure do. They're not loose. They're not. They're not free lobsters. All right, we've roughed up uh, CVS and Red Lobster. <laughs> Any more sponsors we want to knock out of the out of contention in this episode? I've been aggressive here. No, that's fine. I used to love uh, going to Red Lobster. There was one out like that was like the uh, the first nice restaurant. Like I, I think I went on a date there in like high school. So yeah, we'll go to Red Lobster. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna have a <laughs> server. <laughs> All the bread you want. I remember feeling that way. Like, you you go to, like, uh, a Baker Square by yourself. Like, I made it. <laughs> yeah. I'm an adult now. To be able to afford my own half slice of pie. Right. Yeah, man. And then you get to a point where you figure out that, like, an Olive Garden isn't a nice restaurant only because people around you have already figured it out and are going to nicer places and then looking <laughs> down on you. And you're like, yeah, I don't like the Olive Garden anymore either. I don't yeah, go there. Exactly. I've, never, I've never enjoyed that. I felt that way about um, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah? I remember at some point being like, yeah, this, is, this place is solid. So they didn't Love have this. one by us. So I still feel that way about a Cheesecake Factory. I really yeah. do. It's like a special occasion. I've only been to one once. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I know what you mean. It's just like a, it's like a nicer Chili's. But I think they all kind of start out that way. And then when they sell out and franchise, franchise out, then they lose. But when it first came out, it was like... Big gimmick. Absolutely. Are you playing fantasy football this year? Are you, no, uh, no fantasy. No? I haven't played fantasy football for a while. I was never good at it. Can never keep up with uh, updating the team. And I did one uh, a few years ago right, with some buddies, that. and it just it disintegrated. Wasn't you? Do you get pretty like? Do you care a lot about it if you have a team? You're Not competitive. Really. No, you don't. No, like, I don't care. Okay, you don't talk shit. I mean, I'll talk shit, uh-huh. but you don't. You're not studying players or anything. Though. No. Okay. But it is fun. It, it was cool to like, you know, be in touch with everybody. Yeah. And, and the app is so easy to manage your team. It's almost inexcusable to not. Yeah. But this thing, one guy by the end of the season, he was out of it. So he's not even. He ditched his whole team. And then it was all Bears. His whole team was players that were on the Bears. It's like, you're not even trying. And right. He was, you know, in cahoots with, with someone else. Making bad making, trades. Making trades. And are you got you got a squad? Yeah, I've got like a friends league where no one gives a shit. It's like a low entry, you know, and with like a couple of the guys just like, I don't have my ESPN password. I'll just auto draft. But yeah. I'm just going to hang out and drink and we'll talk in week 17, you know, and then I've got like a decent one. With if I got a team, I would love to have uh, who would I like to have? Who's who's the high powered offensive players who are like the top picks? Uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but that's pair that with what defense? What's whose team? The Bears? Do they have a good defense? Uh, we're learning so far. No. Uh, who's medical? Who's medical staff? Who's medical? Do, you, you guys, do, do they draft a medical staff? Probably in the should. Pandemic. In this, that's the <laughs> I'm going to take the Raiders defense and the Vikings medical staff. They're they're close to Mayo. They're off the board. They already went first round. Cleveland's the best one left. Cleveland Clinic. That's the best oh, medical yeah. staff. <laughs> Now that Mayo's out, that's fun. I think the fantasy this year is expecting to get through a football season. I don't think that there's, uh, I don't think there's much chance of that yeah. happening. My buddy sent me uh, a tape for their fantasy draft. Mm-hmm. They got like a video. They must have been doing it virtually, or I don't know what they're. But they had a video 
of like good luck this year. And they had a history of who's won it in the last 20 years. And then they had a uh, Jared Payton, Walter Payton's son, doing a cameo. Are you kidding me? They went to a cameo and got Jared Payton and then uh, Dick Buckus. That's a, both of them. <laughs> and Buckus is like wow. talking, and you know, making fun of like a high school game that they played in. <laughs> These guys, you know, it's it's funny what you get for uh, cameo. How custom. It was good to see Dick Buckus. Hell yeah, getting some work. Yeah. Okay. Hasn't been on TV since uh, my two dads. It's got to be like uh, an uptick in bookings so around much. fantasy draft weekend. Absolutely. So last like, year. Yeah, my- I got to go outside and knock all these out. <laughs> <laughs> last year, my cousin's draft, they had, um, they had Chris Hansen announce the draft order. Chris Hansen? To, to catch from- a predator guy. Are you kidding me? They, I mean, and Cameo. They paid like 40 bucks and he... <laughs> 40 bucks. Something like that. I mean, maybe 60. I don't know. Ah, it's so great and terrible at the same time. And he's time. there live with you? Or he, he just No, no he just like announced it. it. He like, you know, did a cameo and announced the draft order. Uh-huh. And uh, was like making fun of a couple other team names and everything, you know. <laughs> and That's funny. But yeah, man, cameo. Didn't that guy turn out to be a creep or something? There's a reason he's on cameo. I, I didn't know that, but that, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. For the, I mean, the fact this dude, he hosted a Dateline show. I mean, this dude should not need cameo money. Right. That's funny that uh, how elaborate the drafts are becoming. People get like. Way, way into it. They go out of town. Yeah. I mean, and stuff. now with this stuff, I'm sure, I don't know, people are getting creative. Yeah. Doing, getting Dick Buckus to <laughs> phone in. We used to Zoom. I'm out of it, too. Like, I'm on the downside of it. Like, I. If I remember a player, they're probably too old to draft early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I haven't watched in a couple of years, so anyone that I like, it's like, oh, okay, seventh round or later. You've, you've passed your prime. Football, to me, became like it's almost too much to keep up with Yeah, because of that, the turnover. I remember running backs would be with a team for, like, ten years. You knew everybody's mm-hmm. back backfield. You knew you sure. know, if you were – every team had, like, their legendary players, yep. and they were there for – 15 years, it seemed like. Even it probably 10 years, but now it's like, I don't know. I mean, even the bad teams, it's like Icky Woods was their running back for a while in right. Cincinnati, you know? And they always had, like, those staples. And now it's like, oh, well, we use three running backs. Oh, okay, that's, I'm too old to And they'll just cut, names. like, a great player. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere, you'll, you'll, you'll hear a huge name. Yeah. Like, they're gone already? Yeah, well, he's 29, you know? Yeah. He's past his prime. And then the Bears pick him up. <laughs> Everyone likes to play the Twilight out here <laughs> in Chicago. How many Twilight athletes? We just oh, lost God. one, Tom Seaver. Yeah. Had a, Tom Seaver had a nice Twilight here in uh Cup of coffee on the south Chicago. side. How long did he play here? I think like three seasons, but he won the 300th game with the Sox, so that was a big deal. That was a right. bright spot during a not a fun era. There's another today making his debut um, in his Twilight. Tom Brady. I think that's a big one in and out of the sports world. I mean, I don't want to oh, yeah, make this too uh, sports heavy, but like seeing him in a Bucks uniform. Do you remember like the first time seeing Joe Montana in a Chiefs? Yeah, Chiefs for uniform? sure. It's just a different feeling. So I'm looking forward to that today. It was, but they were like uh, similar colors. Yeah, right. But the different number was for huge. Sure. I think Brady has a different number too. I'm not sure about that, but I saw oh, does him in a he? practice jersey. Yeah, the um, it's funny when you see the athletes do that late in their career, like the pictures of Babe Ruth and the Boston Braves. Yeah, I remember seeing that for the first time. Like, what? It was jarring, even like as a kid. You're like. Didn't know that. Yeah, I love the uh, anybody late in life doing, you know, you see that in uh, movies too, right? Like a big star. And then at the, the end of their career, they pop in a, in a role that you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like John Voight stealing, stealing Ray Donovan as like his dad. Yes. You know, like just different roles like that where they just kind of a different, yeah. Right. Um, I was back to school first week back. You guys get through it? Yeah, it was great. Knock on, uh, knock on wood. It was good. We'll see. We just got to keep going. Yeah. They're, like, measuring them and stuff on the way in, right? Like, they're doing. Yeah, they measure. <laughs> I mean, they're height by the door. No, they're It's like, like a roller coaster to get into school. <laughs> you got to be. You got to be. Yeah, they give you the, than this. They take your temperature. They're very uh, scientific. I'm just glad it's not the old school, like the the one you got to <laughs> you gotta wait whip for everyone to up and down <laughs> to get the mercury and then hold it under the light real quick to see. Don't get a good reading. I remember uh, seeing Ferris put that against the light. <laughs> I thought that was changer. so brilliant. <laughs> you ever fake sick when you were a kid? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think something's wrong with me because every time I go somewhere now, 
the you know they if they scan your temperature like at a doctor's appointment you know I'm always they're like ninety four point seven I'm like that's a radio station that's not a temperature <laughs> I think I'm and I'm normally like Can coming out of the car again? with air conditioning on me so I'm hoping that's it but I don't think I've had anything over B ninety six yeah I haven't had that's anything. strange isn't that weird yeah is your t- you're running cold all the time I, I I guess so I don't know that's probably not a good thing huh no okay. I don't think it is I mean it's better than the alternative right now is that why you have a sweatshirt on right now it could be. What is it? That's 107 you down here. You have the here. chills? That's cold. No, I'm fine. I want to hear something from you that you started telling me about the other day. You got a, uh, you made you made a friend. You First of all, you, you went running. Where'd you go running recently? <laughs> I'm setting you up. I know you are. <laughs> I'm pissed about this. Because you told I me love, the first part of this story. I know. I love this setup. Like nothing was wrong. Where did you I'm sorry. go? One more question. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but you, you were, were just like, leading me down. You were like, hey, I went running the other day through the cemetery. What the fuck? <laughs> I know you said like you and the kids will bike near like around the cemetery. You really go through it? Yeah. That's awesome. The cemeteries here are really being used a ton now because of, uh, you know, people are out walking and riding their bikes and there's paths in there. It's like that's always been a thing I out here in our that. neighborhood because there's. There's two of them. They're ma- they're massive, you know. Yeah. And there's uh there's hills in there, and it's nice. <laughs> I mean, it's a good place to go. Sure. For a quiet walk or ride. Sure. And it's common. also a good place to go as a scary place in every Halloween movie <laughs> ever. Well, I grew up in this. Go- my backyard was a cemetery, basically. Where I grew up, our backyard. When my when my parents got the place, there was no fence, and it went right onto into the cemetery. Really. Yeah. But there were no, no one was buried for like a couple of, maybe an acre or I don't even know how big an acre is, but (laughs) far, hundreds of feet. Mm -hmm. And we had like basically an open field. That was like our park. We just went into the semo, we called it. We're going to be in the semo. And then they put up a fence and then we could either just hop the fence, but down the block, there was a hole in the fence. Sure. And we just always walked through the hole. There was an open prairie there, like at the end of our block. It was like a, a... they had a gravestone business there that they sold gravestones on our block. I mean, none of this sounds like every Halloween movie ever to you? Right. I mean, it sounds weird now thinking about it, but, but it at wasn't. the time it was so normal. Like down the street, there's a grave store. <laughs> I mean, it's funny now even thinking about it that I didn't think it was odd. Yeah. And then they eventually knocked that down and they built some homes there. But at the time it was this business, it was called Novanders, and we would go through Novanders into the uh, Semo. To play baseball. We played live league back there. We lived in that cemetery. That's and awesome. then we would start playing jailbreak in there. And we'd have smoke bombs. And we'd play war in there. And we would just be. And then the people that worked at the semo would chase us out. They would. Uh, it yeah. was like a game to them. But they liked us. But they, we would egg them on. Like, come on, you know, come on. <laughs> and we'd see a gray truck. And then they would floor it. And start peeling off towards us. And we'd start running to the fence. Like, get out, get out. Like. It was like a living in an 80s movie. This is an 80s movie. Yeah, this yeah. is Stranger Things season four. And we would take off and then we, you know, and then we'd be like, oh man, like we got away. Like we never even saw their faces. We never even knew who these guys were. We just started this rivalry with them. One of your friend's but, hands was glowing and no one really <laughs> noticed. But they let us play baseball in there all the time. They didn't care. We were always out there. That's so weird to me. We so we played baseball at I think I've mentioned this before, um, but we had like a kid who his family owned a funeral home. Oh yeah. So and that wasn't weird to us, but we were like mad whenever there was a funeral. Oh yeah. We'd, like we'd be out there playing baseball and cars would pull over. We'd be like, ugh. Oh, and he lived there in the yeah. Oh, right there in the house. Yeah, in, in the house. Oh, and, that's strange. And the yard, well, not the yard. The parking lot was perfect for baseball. Oh, I bet. And then because um, it was lower. And then, like, there was a wall that was probably about 15 feet high. So you had, like, a home run wall. Oh, right. You know That's what I mean? Perfect. And so it was great, except oh, when for... you have a home run wall when you were a kid? Oh, man. Except for when someone died. And now, like, as an adult, I'm like, how awful were we? Like, the first thing they see is a bunch of kids <laughs> being like, ugh, you're inconveniencing us. Oh, gosh, really? Again? Who? <laughs> Who was this? <laughs> Do you, um, did your buddy... Would you ever go in the house and like see the behind the scenes? Yes, and we'd go to the house, but it was like a separate wing than the rest of the funeral home. Oh, okay. And it was like a newer one. It was a nicer, newer one. It wasn't like a 
creaky old one, which would have been cooler. Right. But yeah, I guess to that to us that wasn't weird. But that doesn't seem as fun as a an actual cemetery. Yeah. We had like three dead people tops at a time in that building. Were you could you walk in there sometimes and see like the the parlor in the, the parlor like the. I had never been in there until the first time, like to that part of it, until the first time I went for a funeral. Yeah. Which was like a strange little, all right, now I get the tour. Right. You know? <laughs> a weird little feeling of like, well, looking forward to that piece. <laughs> that weird? Well, it rem- reminds me of my uncle had a funeral home, mm-hmm. and they still have it out here. It's not owned by them anymore, but McGann Funeral Home went there growing up all the time, um, and we would borrow their van to, like, we had to move furniture or move, you know, it was like, oh. My dad would be like, I'll call my uncle, I'll get the van. And we go there. So being there oh, off hours, weird, yeah. and you'd always see someone that was, you know, going to be waked yeah. that night. And it's just open or there. I mean, so many memories being in that funeral home and being around a, a body and feeling like, like I hated it. I was, and then uh, like, the bring cemetery. Me back to cemetery. Dude, we saw, my dad rented Poltergeist. <laughs> we watched Poltergeist. It's great. I'm six, seven years old, and hanging. Maybe you're trying I to look you just out, stay out the, the be- cemetery. My my sister's back window. Literally, you just can you imagine just falling asleep and just looking out the window into graves. That's what it was. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny looking back on. But so the cemetery is is just like part of my life. I guess. Yeah. It's funny, right? Um. So I was going through there, and I saw this grave for uh, the Catman. <laughs> And if you follow me on social media, I'm posting this this about the Catman. Um, and I felt a little strange about it when I first saw it. So you, you see this, it says from the past. I mean, the guy has like prominent, great location. You showed me. It's I mean, like the JFK in Arlington plot. Yeah. Like it's a solid real estate. It's a big deal. Now, before people think I'm being disrespectful, the Catman's still alive. What? The Catman oh. is still with us. He oh, okay. is a great planner. He's he's ready. He's ahead of the game. He's got the, you know, some people don't even have a plot ahead of time. He's got an acre. He's got. I don't know how big that is, but it feels like an section. acre. He's got a big section, and he's got um, a big monument to himself. His picture's on there with a cat. He's got, I don't know, eight or nine cats engraved into a, a Celtic cross. St. Francis is in there. I don't know if it's a Celtic cross, but it's a religious cross, and all the cat names. This is like 35, 40 cat names. Incredible. It, so I Google the guy uh-huh. um, when like, I when I got home because I'm like, how have I never heard about the cat man? Right. Um, and someone did do an article about this guy, like our local paper, seven or eight years ago. Um, and he was just, you know, he seems, seems like a really nice dude. He's just like, hey, man, I'm just, I don't want people worried about me. And I love cats. And, I mean, it's a little bit different, right? But <laughs> it's fucking funny to me that, um, but he, he's just like the way he owns it, I felt like. Just a good dude. I'm just going to share this with people because I, uh, I think it's interesting. This is incredible. I mean, so, this I is- don't know. Maybe we'll get the Catman on and we can give him a shout out and, uh, and find out more about his love of cats or how he, what this cost him. I mean, he, he, might, he might not want to tell us that. How many are in there? But wanna, I'm just intrigued by the cat man. I mean, that's what this is, right? The cats, they're going to be resting near him. Yeah. They're going to be. You're so, you're life, so delicate. They're spending life number 10 with him also. Is that correct? Yeah. So the cats will be. Resting near him. <laughs> I'm talking about yeah. when they're all dead. They're being. all going to be in the ho- in a hole together, or oh, burned, oh. cremated. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, this is. I mean, this cross looks taller than you are, or about as tall as you are. Yeah, it's tall. About a five eight cross. It's a big cross. Just kidding. <laughs> <Five> <laughs> um, but no, but like that's. I mean, this is this is like a huge piece, and then there's a bench on the other side. Yeah. Got the uh, the bench for that's if you want to rest nearby, <laughs> where the cats are resting nearby. <laughs> that's great. And the cat and the the and cats the will be resting in the cradle in the silver spoon. <laughs> Do you think they play that every time? Dude, those Gosh, benches in cemeteries are th- those haunted me. So those used to be common, right? The graves that are like a bench. Yeah. And I remember um, I ran. Somebody was chasing me. We were playing at, at night, 
and I ran into one of those You're benches insane. and flipped over it. It's like the one of the worst injuries I had as a kid. Like both of my knees were shot, and I was uh, in seventh grade, and I was playing with hanging out with eighth graders, oh, dude. and I thought I was like the coolest. Until you trip over, and then I got sm- taken out by a, a someone who bench? died in 1895. <laughs> and it opened <laughs> up a, a lot portal. of money. What year was that? It was like it was an old school headstone. That's what's funny about the headstones. But what if year did this happen the, to you? This was if I was in seventh grade, probably 88, 88, 89. And they're like 32 years later. Height of the Cold War. I think <laughs> I was distracted by by the thoughts of the wall coming down. I knew we were close. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> Dude, that, um, those headstones, people used to spend so much and they were so elaborate. Now a lot of cemeteries don't even want you to have right. something above ground. They just want you to have the most new plots. They don't even allow those. It's a liability for when kids are running it's through lie, there. Yeah. I don't want to. No, it's a bitch to mow. Yeah. And um, I don't think people even like to spend that, you know. Yeah. But uh, the old cat man. <laughs> who, who spends that money? The cat man do. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> the cat man do. Ridiculous. I love it. Uh, check out this video. You are posting it, yes? To social yeah, media? Yeah, I'm going to post out? it. Okay. Check this out because it's uh, it's really interesting. I want to look at this article. Yeah. I want to learn a little more about the cat man do. <laughs> do you think I'll want to be on the podcast or do you think he's think I'm an asshole? Yes. I think both of those both? things could probably be true. I think both of those, yeah. Another potential guest. I talked to a buddy of mine who uh, had COVID. Really? Yeah. And Survivor? Got, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's a really good friend, and I'm so happy he's uh, on the other side of it. Absolutely. And I think it would be, uh, I was talking to him last night, and I was like, man, maybe you should talk about it. Come on. He seemed receptive to it, which I was kind of almost hesitant to ask him because I don't want him to think that I'm being like, yo, come on. And, yeah. But- there's some, I certainly, uh, you know, personally, I was like concerned about the guy, so I want to make sure he's he's good. But how many you know, pops deep were hearing you guys? Him, hearing him talk about? It. Yeah, we had, had some, uh, we had had some drinks. So I like to re-verify those things I ask people to do <laughs> the following day. Like, hey man, after that third was, bottle of wine last night, it was so spontaneous too. I was like trying to be good last night, and they knocked on our door at like uh, you know ten o'clock, and we ended up. On the front porch. Oh, that's those friends. It need was, those friends nearby right now. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. And Sarah and I hadn't drank for a few nights, so we were already celebrating that. <laughs> we had already started. <laughs> we already began. <laughs> like, we haven't drank for a while. We should Let's drink celebrate. <laughs> I love giving her shit because she's doing this, like, uh, program where she, like, keeps track of everything that she mm-hmm. consumes. And she, she'll, like, weigh her first glass of wine. <laughs> and I'm always <laughs> like... I love how you weigh the first glass, but <laughs> you never weigh number two or number three. The weigh-ins always stop after that first time you log 3.5 ounces. I can only add 3.5. Okay. I, I measure mine too, babe. It's I want to just be like, you know, I measure ours too every night. It's how many milliliters are in them? <laughs> right, right. Is it 30 mLs or? F- 750. 750 mL. mL? Yeah. Yeah. It's. 1,500 ml divided by two. (laughs) That's what we have every night. 750 ml. Put that in your diary. (laughs) Dear diary, put up another 750 ml. I'm exaggerating. If she she doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say whatever I want, but her sister does. So I do have to be careful (laughs) here. Be careful, but there's a filter. I'm exaggerating. I also believe that the people closest to us are the last people who should be listening to us talk more. (laughs) No, I know. You know what I mean? Like the people who are like who like she gets enough content out of Pat McGann. I feel like she's the one who doesn't need more. But I um, I, if that were me, like the next day when I was talking about my hangover, I'd be like, ah, can't believe I had 750 (laughs) milliliters of wine last night. (laughs) If I were measuring it. Where's the paper at? Let me read my stats. How much should I have? I know I was measuring it and writing it down last night. Let me see the, give me the sheet. Let's see the box score. Look at this. What am I averaging? My MLs are way up. Damn. What do I attribute this to? Career highs in 2020. Career highs. It's got to be for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Not me. That is so wonderful to hear. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to be worse again. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you feel like you're uh, 
energy is up or that you're more clear headed or what's the uh, benefits? Yeah, I think just over, I mean, I, um, I think it's overall feeling better. Um, waking up every day, like, I don't know. I, I feel like once you drink a certain amount in an evening, your morning is affected no matter how good you think you are yeah. at this age. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like that before, like in your 20s, you can bounce back, extra caffeine and go. Dude, now it's like around noon. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to oh, yeah. starting to feel like Jim again. You know, that Hulk Hogan arm, the third <laughs> arm coming down and going back up. It used to happen around 9 a.m. Now it's like 1230 yeah. on a good day. I think that's the big thing is just that lethargy. The bounce back is so much harder the older you get. It's the lag time is significant, right? Yeah. I I hear you. It's, it's the, good that you are uh in this place. I uh I want to tell you, you know this, um but the like I've been trying to be better in most capacities except for basically every weekend for the past several months. I have been or friends of mine have been going downtown and getting pizzas from a guy named Professor Pizza. Dude, this guy, this pizza is insane. I brought it for for you and the crew today. You guys got to hear this, because we met the professor today, Tony Scardino. Yep, he dropped off a pie. You got to check this guy out, um, especially my Chicago people. It's like this specialty pizza that he offers a regular menu every week. Uh-huh. Right? Which are already staple items. Incredible, like handmade. And you mentioned this guy before on our podcast. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give like any of the, you know, I just talked about the pizzas, but yeah. he made us lunch today. The, the, and it was incredible. Sarah was way like knocked out by this stuff as well. This is no joke. Jim found maybe the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I mean, it's that good. And I tell, and I feel weird telling people it's that good because that's a, uh, and it's, it's, uh, anyways, at Professor Pizza on Instagram, uh, if you want to look up who we're talking about right now and you can find his menu there and stuff, he, he, he does it like a pop-up shop every weekend where you can pick up or deliver in Chicagoland. Um, but he does like catering events and stuff. It is so legit. Um, so like the pepperoni one it had like ricotta, pepperoni. What kind of tomatoes were they? Uh, I forget what they were called, but they uh, it was a specialty place. I asked him because you just kept <laughs> pets eating and going, where are these tomatoes from? Repeatedly. I mean, so good. And it is a, a special pizza, right? It's not like you wouldn't even compare it to Chicago tavern style right? thin crust pizza. He this called- is like if you want something um, really like special, unique, so special. And um, like a conversation piece, handcrafted. Yeah, it's definitely something uh, everyone should experience. He calls them. I gotta recommend this. They're like very handmade. Yeah, yeah, grandma style, twelve by twelve, and they're cooked. Yeah, he gives you the reheat instructions. Uh, Couldn't be a nicer guy, too. And what a story! And this thing is building. It seems like this thing could go wherever he really wants it to go. Yeah. Um. I'm sure it's difficult right now with the dining situation. It's also a cool time right now because of the way they do their business. Sure. And people are picking stuff up and finding, you know, getting dinners a million different ways now and uh, open to doing different you know, stuff, ordering something and trying something. This, this thing is, it's insane. Yeah. Do you always pick it up like on the north side? So, yeah, he has like a pop-up shop. And I feel like and this is like, a, you know, I don't want it just to be an infomercial. This is, and this isn't like a sponsor. This is like, it was cool of him to do this. And we want to plug it in return. It's great. We want people to see it. Um, but he has like a pop-up shop out of the Phil Sh- the Full Shilling Pub right up by Metro and Wrigley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every weekend. So me or some friends, you know, uh, TJ Remick, a buddy of mine who's a comic, and his wife, Brittany, um, will like, one of us will go up there and grab some pizzas a bunch of people will come over, sit outside. I'm going to be ordering from this dude again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just like it's just been like our so fun, good. like, you know, just a distant hang. and some, So check it, was, it out. Uh, yeah. Professor, Professor pizza. pizza. And thank you for the lunch, dude. For sure. Um, do you, what's, what's your pizza like your go-to? You like the thin tavern style? Yeah. Yeah. Cut I'm and squares? A, I like the cut and squares. I like the round tavern style. Is that a south side thing? I feel like you, you claim that, the tavern style, the tavern cut. I mean, I wouldn't claim that... It started here, or it's definitely, I think, Chicago, um, you know, Vito and Nick's, they're celebrating 100 years, I think. It's incredible. 100 years. So that style's been out here for at least that long. Yeah. But 
I don't know that it was invented here, mm-hmm. but what people think of Chicago pizza is not at all what Chicago people eat. Yeah. For anyone listening from who's not from here, yeah, they I think it's totally different. Deep dish pizza no. in this house for you know, I will crave it every now and then. Sure, and I and I do like to get it, um, but you know, like if I get Lou Malnati's, I'm not getting their deep dish pizza. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. getting it that often. I like it; it's good, but I mean, I'm not getting their deep dish. It's not. Yeah, but anywhere else you go, a lot of traveling we do, people are always like, Lou Malnati's, Giordano's, which one? Right, Pizzeria Uno. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little place called Uncle Pete's by me. That's really great. That's why people from New York are always like, "Oh, it's not pizza." This I think, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. But we also do what you do, right. and we do that better too. Right. So shut up. <laughs> I mean, we're it's it's not close. Yeah, we're good at all pizzas. Thank you. And I, I, I the slice, I'm never like uh, like the New York style, the huge triangle, like the grease. Not you. I mean, it's fine, but that's not. I don't know. I can get down with that late night, so I probably shouldn't either. But I it like it's uh you know after a show or something that's like you need a little something. That's yeah. a that's a great move then. I'll like in that place in uh, Madison too, like Ian's. Yeah. Um, but I'll cut uh, triangles sometimes when we make pizza. But even like when we make in the oven, I like to cut it in squares typically. Do you? I like that better. Like I will go the worst, most basic frozen pizza, and have no problem with. I'll go a Jack's in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah? Is that weird? I don't have a lot of, like, priority in my pizza. How much is a Jack's pizza? Like, three bucks. Three bucks? Yeah, I mean, that would be the red flag to me. Like, I I gotta, (laughs) I I can maybe throw throw a $10 pizza in. I'll still be ahead of the game. I'll still be. (laughs) I want that cardboard thin. Do you you have an appetizer, too? Like a Totino's Totino's pizza roll? I just eat the meatballs out of uh, Chef Boyardee. And then I use that sauce and put it on the pizza, <laughs> on the cardboard for the pizza. At some point in college, I realized that I could eat, live off of pizza rolls and ramen noodles and then use the rest of my money to buy alcohol get, mm-hmm. and other things I needed. But the, uh, I sound like I was also like buying drugs or something, but I was <laughs> not at all or, or other stuff. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I, I just was never, I was never great with my money, uh-huh. but I, I was not spending it on like, you know, splurging on great meals. Yeah. Remember those pizza rolls? There was I love, you, I love when you ask me to remember things that are still in my <laughs> freezer. <laughs> Do you remember Nestle Quick? Oh yeah, I think so. I think I saw it in the cabinet this morning. Nestle Quick, man. That was so good. It was just not a, a welcome brand. Were you a brand specific family? Like yes. We were very loyal to two brands. Like our paper towel. God damn it. Our paper towels. Uh-huh. Mostly Good, Viva. Them. I was going to ask if it was just one. And I like to uh I like the Viva. Have you are you a paper towel snob? No, but I I picked up some Viva because for some reason paper towels with an S <laughs> are still in a shortage. Yeah. They're not cheap paper towels. Fuck. CVS whack me. $17. See that? For a nine, was it eight rolls? I think what, so. What, nine worth? That's what <laughs> they do every time. Eight rolls with nine times. It's always five numbers on there. Like, how many are in here? The number of tubes is the number of rolls. That's we're, all we need. We know what, how big they yeah. are. Yeah. We're giving you eight rolls, but you're really getting 12. So <laughs> give us money. Well, you didn't use as many cores. That's a core. I used to be in the paper business. Ah. I know you like to call them tubes. Rolls, tubes. <laughs> telescopes. Do they call it like a <laughs> telescope? That's good. You can use that for a kaleidoscope, too. The long ones. You oh, can yeah. use it to make one of them. Do you? Um, do they call toilet paper rolls toilet paper cores also? Um, I, they might just call them rolls like you, or tubes, like you said. But anyway, Viva, uh, another brand was uh, peanut butter. Did you have a peanut butter brand? We were Jif. You, yeah, we were Skippy. Oh, no, we were Skippy. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. We were Skippy. My mom would fall for... Whatever label made it sound slightly healthier. Yeah. And it was fine. It was nice. It was her helping everybody. But, like, it didn't, it'd be like, well, this is low-fat ranch on your, you know, reduced calorie that. And it's like, what are you, what game are we playing? We're not play. we can't just do all of them. Right. We can't do low everything and put them together. <laughs> yeah, but she was trying to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the, um, I, I'll get on Sarah sometimes about, like, how do we have this soap? We use we use Dial <laughs> Dial Gold. That's what I use. 
Why? Because I've always used that. It's the most basic men's. She's got. She's not in that uh, same soap team as me. Sure. But then if she shows up with another one, I'm. I'm. I'm it's like, why do I care? I'm such a dick. <laughs> it's just about what you're using. These to. brands just makes no sense. What other ones? What other are there? Are there certain ones that you can't be with? You know, you have to have that. Um, like you said, Nestle wasn't. Were you a Hershey's family? I'm just trying to think of who you would. Oh yeah, the chocolate we had it had to be Hershey's. Really? Log cabin syrup, certain syrup. Wow. Yeah. All right. We and then if you came home with like Aunt Jemima's syrup, you'd be like, what is this? Oh man. Really? Can you imagine like really what the difference is? We would get the Aunt Jemima one that you could microwave. You could microwave syrup. It was like, but it was like a gimmick. It, you you know, micro. Rip- Re-microwavable. But it's also like, oh, okay, so the 150th microwaving of the syrup, still the same quality as the thing we put in there? super thick plastic? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you could, like, microwave it just to warm it up a touch, you know? And just melt a little plastic wax into here. (laughs) You know, like they do in Vermont. (laughs) Do you have an opinion on Nutella? I've never had it. That's made its way into our house. My daughter likes Nutella, and I don't, I'm not into that. It's like a hazelnut. Just hazelnut? I think so. I felt like chocolate hazel- hazelnut. Interesting. Not a fan? No, I'm not. What do you put it on? Um, like a little, you know, like a wafer, or she's putting it on waffles now. Really? Yeah. That's a real healthy syrup alternative. Way to start the day. That's a, like as a, or with syrup. With syrup. Oh, no, 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 no syrup. Okay. No, All just right. just chocolate. Yeah, I love that you corrected that. Like she'd be so <laughs> mad at me. No, I wouldn't let her do bold. that. Okay, I'm uh, I'm almost like, what the hell is this with the be off the Nutella? walls? <laughs> chocolate is not at uh, breakfast. Like it sh- shouldn't be out at breakfast. Chocolate. <laughs> I feel I always feel that way. Like how is this? This doesn't fit. That's let a- chocolate into the breakfast party. <laughs> but chocolate, I guess, was at breakfast for certain cereals, right? Yeah. But we never had those. You had milk with it. It felt a little better. Do you have like a cookie crisp? Um, no, we never really got cookie crisp. I've had cookie. I remember doing my own cookie crisp. We had like Chips Ahoy. And I <laughs> took a bunch <laughs> of Chips Ahoy's, crushed them, put them in a bowl, and just poured milk over it. Your childhood was so different than mine. Just looked out the they window. They were at work. The, just looked out the window <laughs> at all the tombstones and ate your <laughs> Chips Ahoy. Cereal. We never even had Chips Ahoy in the house, but it, someday, I don't know how I pulled it off, weak moment at the store. I must have been there and got the Chips Ahoy. Chips what Ahoy. Happened? My kids get like the little, like the 30 calorie packs. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then they have like three of them. And you're just <laughs> right. like, okay, 90. <laughs> but they, t- those are not good. They're, they're tiny. And are they like, I want to like them. Like, oh, they left one in here. You know, if I pick a bag up, no. I'll try. It's like, this. they suck. Yeah, you know what those are? Cookie crisps. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> Just put that in milk. And Basically. It's full circle. I love the cookie crisp uh, concept. Wanted it. Yeah. Could never uh, could never get them to. I love that, though. One day they came home and were like, what happened to that bag of Chips Ahoy? <laughs> You're like, oh, you mean my breakfast cereal? <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that. That's so funny. Yeah, the um, sugar cereal is... We have a we have a cinnamon toast crunch in the house right now and frosted flakes. Now those are two cereals that I probably would never have had. Um, so how know. often do the kids eat cereal? Um, Luke has it every morning. Okay. Yeah, he has it every uh, day. And uh, at what point does that <coughs> change in life? Elliot likes an egg sandwich. Elliot is it's like a truck driver. He's just <laughs> like a union guy. Like he's <laughs> going to do his huge job. How long does what? How, like, just the idea of eating cereal every day for, like, it went from being the only thing I had for, like, right. I could wake up at noon and I'd be like, oh, it's still time for cereal. It's the first thing I eat every day. I can't believe I don't eat cereal anymore. If I, I'll, like, get a bug every once in a while and buy cereal and a gallon of milk, and then I will, like, be forced to use questionable milk just so I don't throw it away. You know what I mean? Right. Because otherwise I just won't, I won't use it. I'll buy it. And then I'm like, I get home, like, what am I no, what am I, seven? <laughs> and you got that milk to deal with. And I get like Kashi, so I feel better about it. And it's like, I'm going to start with something I don't like. Is that <laughs> what I'm, I'm going to develop a new habit this way? Kashi's not that bad, actually. You could get into it. It's it's fine. It, Some of it. It does the trick. But you it's ever not do oatmeal? Like, yeah, I'll do the oatmeal on occasion. Yeah, that's like adult cereal. 
Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I miss. Uh, I kind of miss cereal. Life has sucked since I stopped eating cereal. I gotta go back. Can you imagine if you told yourself you're never gonna when eat you're cereal an adult, again. You're not gonna eat cereal. Like really? Keep it. Being an adult sucks. Keep it. But you get to drive. Who cares? I just don't like milk uh, like I used to. Yeah. And I used to. Uh, I used to have a lot of it. It was a staple. Now never even never even get it unless I need to. I'm going to be seeing you this week. Yeah, man. Going back out there, doing a show. Our friends at All That Good Stuff are allowing us to populate their show again. Uh, just jump on and, and do a yeah, couple Maggie quick sets. Yeah, Maggie used to follow. She's always the one I reach out to. Absolutely. Her, she runs it with... Um, Mary-Kate Beck, Bridget McGuire. Bridget McGuire and Mary-Kate. And they... Um, Jeannie, does Jeannie... She's involved too, I think. No? I don't think so. Okay. I think she's just kind of popping in like us. Well, that's going to be fun. I'm uh, very grateful for the stage time going out to, um, what is it, Thursday night? Yeah, La Fiesta. Yeah. We got a couple other pals on that lineup, too. I uh, highly recommend it if you are near the south side of Chicago and do a little outdoor comedy. Yeah, Kevin Bozeman's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Who else? Rebecca Gibson. Oh, yeah? I believe Maddie Ryan. Oh, really? Nice. So it's a... Uh, oh, this will be fun. It's a. Sh- it's a, It's going to be a good old time, so... Uh, the last couple I know have sold out. Uh, thanks to everyone who's showing up to these, but definitely check it out. Yeah, and check out um, Jim and I on social media. Follow us. Follow us and subscribe, and uh, we would love a few more reviews. Do we get another we review? We haven't had any reviews in about a People week People are so. busy, man. It's I back to it. school. It's September. Everyone's getting kind of ready, loading up. Hopefully we gave you a review-worthy podcast. It's a new rhythm once you get back into the school year. I agree It's a different that. rhythm. It's a lot of adjusting. But if anyone has time to th- throw us a review, we would certainly appreciate it. Make it part of your children's homework. Make it, uh, make it part of your daily ritual. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to make part of my daily ritual, Pat, is listening to this Jock Jams 2 album that you have out here. <laughs> I think my favorite part of Jock Jams 2 is that after the success of the first one, there's still an ESPN executive going, there's just 21 more songs I wish I could have put on there. How crazy. Jack Jams 2 was never as good as the first one. The only, I think the only one I really ever had was the first one. I don't know. I think Pat, this was this my sister's. Okay, I'm like, this is in your um, It could be Sarah's, too. Okay. But, yeah, I, had, I know I had the first one. Do you remember anything that was on first the first ja- one? Oh, yeah, right? I mean, I can never know the names of those songs, but um, Rock and Roll Part 2 was on there yeah, for I think sure. we've talked about that. What's the name of the song? It like comes right, uh, right after. Uh, are you ready to rumble? Or let's get ready. Let's get to ready rumble. to rumble. Yes. Can you imagine Michael Buffer being on a remix? That's that so a, weird to me. That is a great one. It's a great track. Why did we fall for that? I mean, it was just everything we loved ESPN in one place. came out and just played too. with us. Just we're pumping they, more money into their pockets to. I know. Give they, us the hottest crowd pumping grooves of all time. I'm embarrassed that I um that I kind of felt for that the 90s were big into corporations like getting their hooks into us every way they could i mean this was this is illegal right now so don't you listen to okay, it okay well that that i just want to <laughs> i think if we're under seven seconds but that was the every dayton flyers game started with that song and the arena the ud arena was a great is still a great place to watch a game sure they love their college basketball in dayton ohio and the Flyers would come out to that, dude, and the place would go bananas, and then they would lose by 10. <laughs> and maybe get invited to the NIT. <laughs> they struggled uh, my first few years I was there. I was not there during a bright spot. They were starting to get good. They made the NIT my senior year. Went there during spring break. Saw them lose in overtime to Penn State. Remember Cal Booth? Oh, yeah. He had like 35 block shots. <laughs> Took the Flyers down. It was a bummer. Yeah. But that senior year um, was the best team that they had had while I was there. That was fun to be able to go to those games. And I can only imagine. I went to, one, one time I went to a game. My buddy had uh, tried shrooms. I've never done shrooms. Nor have I. But yeah. he, he was like, I'm going to do this. I'm like, I don't know, buddy. You're <laughs> super Catholic and wound uh, up, and I am too, and we're wound up, and you're not going to be able to <laughs> chill out. Right, right. Uh, but he's like, yeah, just keep an eye on me. And um, 
I had to keep an eye on him. And then I had to find him a ticket to the game because I was like, I'm going to the game, dude. And you're going to probably die if you don't come with. <laughs> so what happened? I had to drag him to the game. and you're Just like staring at a hot dog while you're <laughs> babies, watching the game. Babysit him. No, he loved basketball too, and I think it just really helped him uh, calm down and take his mind off of it. But oh, good. That's, that must have been. Like, why is that basketball wearing sunglasses? <laughs> we still talk about it, so it, it was a moment for him. That was a, that was a, that was a big day for him. That's great. <laughs> I wonder if any of the Jack Jams 2 soundtrack was on there. <laughs> what do you think What do you think's on here? They say that everyone, I don't know if it's do shrooms or trip, like an acid trip. I saw this thing on 60 Minutes. And they're now saying that there are so many benefits to a controlled acid trip that they're actually like, these doctors are really saying that they recommend it for everyone. That wow. it is something that unlocks your mind, um, whether it be something that you're anxious about, depressed about, stressed about, can't really figure out why your yeah. life is where it's at, that a trip. And they, really? they, it's controlled. There's someone there, like, hold your hand as you lay on a couch. And it's like a six, seven hour experience. And nobody is ever the same. Really? And it's for the better. The, wow. This unlocking, this psychedelic drug that was, you know, pretty much demonized. Yeah. You know, during the counterculture wars and all that stuff. But that it's, there's some benefits to it. Incredible. Interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. And, and that exists in the uh, Native American culture, if sure. I'm correct, right? Yeah. And I kind of dig a lot of their outlook. Yeah. And a lot of their connection to Earth. And, I mean, the older I get, the more open I am to, like, this other stuff, right? Yeah. Like, outside of our regular purview. Like, what are what are these things? Sure. Like, maybe that is something that bit. everyone should experience. Yeah. I mean, I am not going to do it and go to a concert. Oh, we'll see what Or happens. do it and uh, walk around the neighborhood. But why don't we just do it next episode? This has been the Joe Rogan podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> you think that that's what this sounds like? No, but he's a big DMT guy. He believes that everyone should be doing acid and DMT. All the time? I mean, probably. He has a uh, float tank, like, in the studio. So he'll, like... Right. Go for these extended. I don't listen to the show. I don't know. I'm sure. He, I mean, but he like he'll like you know take mushrooms, do a two hour float, <laughs> and then. Or he's oh, you're going to scare Elon people Musk off for seven hours. I wasn't going to quote Joe Rogan. I was quoting Leslie Stahl. <laughs> I was saying this is what Steve Croft is doing. Yeah, th- are they doing <laughs> it? No, but they're they're telling the story. I don't know if if the that's that's interesting. I don't know if the person did do it. No, she didn't, because I think I remember uh, they reenacted it, <laughs> but they didn't, you know. Interesting. But, I mean, it was intriguing. Yeah. People that have uh, had tra- sure. trauma in their life or some shit go on. I had a friend who uh, took acid and then went vegan immediately. It's <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm ready to do either one of those things. This oh, guy really? took on, yeah, he was like, I just realized that uh, I don't need meat in my life. And, and it's, and, you know, I just took acid for the first time. He was out in a field somewhere and uh, realized that he never wanted to eat meat again and has been a vegan for like two years. Really? Yeah. What I if mean, it changed you like that? Like what would uh, just that be amazing? It would be incredible. Like I just tripped and I'm just never just like just realized I can't ride my bike ever again. Yeah, I just I just sit up straight <laughs> all the time now. It's great. I just <laughs> have amazing posture because I tripped. What if like every it trip would be something just, like that? Yeah. It'd be like just something random that like, yeah, you just it just changes for you. Right. Yeah, I just tripped, and I no longer blame everyone else <laughs> for all my failures. Right. right. <laughs> Took mushrooms, and all of a sudden I could balance my checkbook one monthly. <laughs> it really just makes you realize how much you suck. <laughs> What's the hesitation? I don't want to really face reality. Me, yeah. No, I just thought it was... Uh, I know. think it's super interesting. And if it's on that show, it can't be, can't be that bad. Absolutely. All right, that's everyone's homework assignment for next week. Go out there, trip some balls. Yeah, everyone uh, get on it. Do you ever feel that way that some people, like, you should try weed? Like, that's so natural. Calm down a little bit. You know? Yeah. 
I do. Subscribe some some gummies. There you go. But I've always wondered that though. Like if you are like someone that's like uptight or angry or um, believes something so strongly, if you does does that only intensify that more, or do, would you do you think it would like chill you out? I think it's like different for everybody. Yeah, but I don't think that you ever. You never like hear about people getting high and then getting raging. Like there's r- an raging assholes when they get drunk. Yeah. Aggressive behavior. Yeah. Fighting, you know, just that sure. shit, you know? Yeah. You never hear that. That's not associated with uh marijuana at no. all. No. It's just like he just stared at me the whole time I yelled at him. Right. <laughs> like Exactly. What happened. Yeah, there's no like violence attached to it. Right. But it was like in the '80s when you'd hear that. Oh about yeah. Drugs or oh, they yeah. had weed on them. Or yeah. look at all this pot that was confiscated. <laughs> right. What were they gonna do? Smoke it. <laughs> they were right. going to chill out more. They're gonna relax. They're going to drive slower. <laughs> They're gonna kill time. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Let's wrap this one up, bud. You got it. We are uh, happy you guys joined us. I don't know. Was the energy level a little uh, low again? I, it's different not being in a car. It's just kind of like we relax too much. But I feel like Woo. you're when we're in a car, you yell. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is good energy. There's still people out there yelling, even during the pandemic. Yeah. I see people with road rage out there. Yeah. And I've seen some. It's like, where, why? Where, where are you, you going? Where are you in? A, there's no cure yet. Chill out. What do you have to be? <laughs> I don't know. Just listen to the whole song. So I hope people can just relax, do your acid, or your mushrooms. Yeah, man, we were uh, we're all over the place again today. It's our job. Uh, very excited, though, that we were able to do this in person. And uh, thanks again to... Professor Pizza. Yeah. Phenomenal stuff. Everyone have uh, a great week. See ya. Goodbye. Come to Lafayette on the 17th.